Alright guys, this is Memphis Mark coming to you from Mullet Manor. Uh, we're going to do a review uh, first of Dynamite uh, in Kansas City on June 8th. Alright, it is the Casino Battle Royal. And before I get started all into this, uh, if you like what you're hearing or you like any of the other shows, Please, please, go over to Patreon for 99 cents a month. They even run some other deals. You just got to catch them when Matt throws them. Um, but for 99 cents a month, you get ad-free. And they get you in Discord. They get you in a few other little things. And then you go on the website, and there's different tiers. So um, you just go check that out when you get a chance, guys. All right. We are going to start off with the Casino Battle Royal. And you got to understand, Battle Royals are great. Um, but sometimes they can be... How can I put this? Um, a little dull, you know, because they're trying to uh, uh, set their... Uh, you know, get all all of the uh, wrestlers out there and get them seen. So anyway, we get a good start here, and, and this is the way I look at a battle royal. All right, I was in the restaurant business for years and years. One of our dishes was gumbo, and with gumbo, when you're making gumbo, gumbo is all about the roux. So to the rue tonight, AEW's rue tonight, was uh, Tony Nese, uh, Daniel Garcia, Murderhawk, and uh, then they brought um, Eddie Kingston out, and and Daniel Garcia was their first five. And they were bringing them out in, in somewhat of an order of fives. So we get started so you've got your basic roux in there and each wrestler going in will be kind of like an ingredient going into this so you know they start bringing in uh all right you had uh the first one they really brought brought in was darby and then uh, uh and then when they bring in uh eddie kingston uh, uh well maybe, maybe eddie kingston and then maybe darby or whichever order it was but when uh, eddie kingston has got this walk down the ramp, like rrr, 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 I'm gonna walk down there and I'm getting ready to whoop some. But he's got, uh, he does this little walk down and him and uh, Daniel Garcia, they get into a slap match. And I'm getting a little bit tired of these people using the slap hands. They at least make it look like a palm strike. But anyway, that's another story or another gig for another night. Uh, but they go in straight to swinging, swinging around, and you know, and when it comes to Murderhawk, um, Archer, even Jim Ross brought it up. Man, everything is there. I know he's great friends with uh, uh, Stone Cold and 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 everything. But I mean, this guy's got all the tools. Maybe I mean, hey, he's making a ton of money. I, I'm hoping and. He's doing well, so maybe he knows what's best for him because he's wrestling in, in, in Europe and in Japan. So maybe his gig is good over there, but I think, personally, I think it needs to be rebranded here. But that's my only, only opinion. I mean, why would they have brought him out with Jake the Snake to start him off? 
Uh, so, but anyway, the match is going on. You get Ricky Starks coming in after that, and let's uh, let's just go through uh, some of these. All right, you got uh, Ricky Starks, and it goes into uh, uh, Hager and Phoenix and Swerve and Keith Lee, and you know, and we'll go on down Silver and uh, you know. Uh, Cargill, Kahisha, Dante, Starks, Fish, you know, they all Hobbs, um, you know, it it just all goes down the list. But anyway, everybody gets uh, uh, thrown into this big old pot of gumbo. And one of the first big matchups that that really makes it look, I think, great is... uh, is Murder Hawk and Keith Lee? You know they have a little standoff and do their little, uh, you know, bow up because they're two big old boys. You know, and uh, they get to throwing each other around a little bits, and then you, uh, and then it goes into Swerve ends up eliminating Keith Lee. So it starts a theme. So you're thinking maybe Swerve, maybe Swerve. You know, and it goes through several other little deals, you know, several little fights. Uh, one thing I did like was when Acclaim come out, Caster come out, you know, of course, a uh, young man is hurt there, so uh, Billy Gunn's rolling him out, and he does his little rap, and hey, man, he does it for each city. He sets it up, you know, it is what it is. And some people may say it's cheesy, but, you know, it's kind of enjoyable. I want to hear what he says. But his one line in this one that I thought was great was two guns that shouldn't be banned are the ass boys. I thought that was just hilarious. But anyway, it goes through. Uh, they bring in Andrade, uh, you know, just coming back from his wedding with Charlotte Flair and uh, going through all the... Uh, Hey, look, man, to come back to work after a wedding in a couple of days, maybe since they are in such great shape and they take care, such care of their bodies, they had a window of drinking. That doesn't usually happen in a normal wedding. (laughs) So coming back to work a couple days after that, you know, can be a little funny. All right, uh, then they go into a, a moxie promo about the forbidden door. Or forbidden door. Uh, good segment, you know, he's pretty much saying he's going to whoop on everybody and, and lays it down. Um, and uh, then I like the way he ended the interview with I love you, Mom, or I love you, Mom. <laughs> you know, I thought that was pretty cool. I'll whoop everybody in the room. I'll do this, I'll do that. But in the end of it, it's like, hey, man, love you, Mom. I wish my mom was still here. I could tell her that. All right, and then they go into CM Punk. Uh, He has had his surgery and uh, apparently very successful. Uh, So they laid that out there, and then they dropped the bombshell, a new title. (laughs) A new title. Okay, the uh, All Atlantic title. Uh, it's really trying to encompass a lot more of Europe and everything. And and man, you know, I gotta I gotta say, as as looking at what they were trying to encompass in their map of the viewership of AEW and everything, and 
you know I couldn't go through a whole show without throwing some old school in there so it looks like the old territories you know the old regions and in the old territory days you know you had your territory and, and each territory respected each other and you, you shared wrestlers at, at, at occasions and times and and all this so but you got to consider man when when AEW a smaller company goes over to do uh, a tour of Europe you know they can only take so much equipment you know their main logistics is the wrestlers they've got to rent everything they do over there and there are adequate venues over there and 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 there's some great wrestling programs all through, so you can rent some good equipment, but you have to make it look like AEW. And so there within lies the challenge. But all right, uh, they do the Moxie uh, promo, they do, they go into CM Punk, then they announce the new title, and then they start a tournament for the title. And one of the first matches is going to be the House of Block against death triangle <laughs> so that's my attempt at uh, theatrics uh, but pretty much you got Buddy Matthews against Pac uh, you you know the bastard so um, and you know I'm going to refrain because I taped this before and I kept calling him Murphy but uh, now um with uh, on my notes and everything right in front. I think I can not do that. But uh, Matthews and, and Pac, uh, Buddy and Pac, do a, put on a hell of a match. It's a qualifying match for the tournament. And they do one hell of a job. And the, and the, and the crowd's really into it. You know, it was really a good match. You know, the worst thing I, I saw was in the corner at one time. Uh, I think it was Pac. You know, uh, uh, you know, laid out the next move, and I hate because the microphones and the and the uh, the cameras and everything are so good now. You pick up on everything, and a, a quick little bit that will come up a couple of times in this show is so I might as well put this out. Uh, when I grew up, uh, my mother was deaf, and she didn't do sign language. She was brought up in the poor uh, poor areas of of the South and. They didn't teach that when they were young. So me and my mother, we spoke without speaking out loud, but we would talk. And it helped me in my career later on because I was able to uh, keep problems from happening because I could read people's lips across the room. And it enabled me to uh, get in positions and, and talk them out. I was the best talker. You know, if I put my hands on you back in the day, it was, you were you were out of hand or you were out of line because I could talk you out and then 40% of, well, 30% of my people came back and apologized if they were rude so anyway um, they, uh, they they that's the only problem I had with the match was a little a little speaking in the corner uh, but uh, Pac ends up winning the match and at the end of it uh, Death Triangle comes out and of course checks on the boy, you know, you know, uh, like anybody would do. But House of Black, you know, Buddy Matthews is now up on the ramp after the match. House of Triangle comes out, or I'm sorry, House of Black, House of Triangle. 
but House of Black comes out, and there's no editing in this show. Uh, but uh, they come out, and they, they, you know, represent and take care of their boy. So then there's a little standoff a little bit between uh, Pinta and, and, and Alistair. Uh, so, you know, it's setting up something on down the road. All right, guys, let's see. Uh, so they get through with that. Uh, let me see. We're going through the notes. Uh, we got all of that. And I believe this is where we turn the page. Yes, it is. All right, they go into a Kingston promo. Um, you know, he's threatening and and, uh, and willing to whoop anybody, but he really goes after Jake Hagar, which is setting up for the next match coming up that we will talk about later. But one thing about Kingston's promo I will give him is that he, uh, you know, he was told he had like a minute. So he's he makes a big deal about, hey, don't tell me you'll get a minute. You know, that, you know. And... Uh, they do the countdown part way through his interview, and of course he acts uh, a little fatigued at that and doesn't like that. And then towards the end, he finally says, "I know what this means," and he brings the camera guy on for a quick little three or four second camera shot for his family. But he's pretty much, you know, he didn't put him in headlock or nothing like that. But he pretty much says, "Don't ever do that again." And uh, I did a show a while back where a fox came up when me and Matt were talking and I just did that and a raccoon just walked up and looked at me like because uh, I have the back of my house is glass and he just literally walked up like uh, uh, at my uh, local um, <laughs> at the Grizzlies games at the Memphis Grizzlies NBA games you can go up and watch the announcers afterwards <laughs> and you stand there and you look like an idiot behind the glass. And that's what the king looked like. But anyway, okay. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, a coon threw me off. Uh, but, um, so they go in from the Kingston's promo. They go straight into uh, Trent Beretta. Pretty much uh, talking about, you know, his best friend. He's missing his best friend. He's hurt. And he calls out FDR. So FDR comes out and they speak of New Japan's uh, attack of the prior week. And then New Japan, and New, they, New Japan comes out. And it's Will Offspring with United in Power. And it's, uh, I want to say it is, so I can get these names right, because I made some notes. And, of course, I don't have this right here in front of me. But anyway, uh, Mark Davis, I believe, is, is one of the gentlemen's uh, name um, that's with Will that comes out, the Aussie uh, duo or the Aussie, uh, their tag team, though, has been and killing it. I, I, I went back and watched some stuff over in New Japan. In New Japan so uh, they've been killing it. And... Uh, so, but anyway, they go through that. Uh, uh, Will Osprey comes out. They jump on everybody. They pretty much whoop everybody and say, hey, we're here. And it uh, sets up what's coming up this prior week, so or this upcoming week. And then O'Reilly does his uh, promo with, uh, uh, you know, with Adam Cole, of course, and, and uh, his partner. And, and Regal's out there 
pretty much Rico tells them, uh, congratulations, you won, but you're getting ready to get your butt whooped. But uh, Adam Cole was going on to do a commentary at this time on a match with David Finley and Hangman. And it's Hangman's first time back since losing the title. And the crowd really supported him. And uh, so he should, the, the AEW writers and, uh, and, and Hangman Adam Page should be very uh, glad that the crowd, he's that much over that the crowd really uh, supported him. But, you know, David Finley uh, is Fit Finley's son, of course, the WWE legend, and, uh, and not only WWE legend, but just pure wrestling legend. And he is, uh, I want to say, Fit's brother wrestled or his father wrestled or somebody else. But anyway, he's a, he's been around, uh, David's been around the uh, wrestling business for a while. And I don't know exactly what happened at the first part of his career. But he apparently went to New Japan and uh, reinvented himself. And, man, he's done a great job. But the match was good. Uh, you know, uh, it allowed Hangman to be able to throw him out of the ring at one, or do a couple good moves offensively and then run out the ring and grab him a beer in the, you know, from a fan in the, in the crowd and have a drink and everything. But that made me think, though, beers are 12 15 bucks. I know I'm getting a camera shot, but I don't really care about the camera shot. Anyway, okay, so it was a good match. Um, you know, uh, there was one mess up where I, uh, a hangman goes to do a slam and then he doesn't have his balance, and it seems to be a reoccurring thing over uh, the whole weekend where some of the wrestlers – they're, they're slim because of the sweat or whatever, and they don't get that first where you, when you go to grab somebody, you need to grab and, and create your base of balance, which is your feet apart so far, so you have a base of balance, and then you can lift. And if the person's not resisting, and you can do this, it can look miraculous. It can look fantastic. But there was a slip in there. The, the, the move wasn't going right. And David Finley goes into a small package to cover the move. And then they come back up and they recover. But that is a, a, a seasoned wrestler. And, and the writers and people, I hope, notice that. I'm sure they did because they're a lot smarter than me. But uh, it comes out buckshot, uh, Larry, at the end, you know. And then Paige goes on to uh, do a promo. And he's going after the IWGP championship. And he calls it out. But that ruffles Adam Cole's feathers. So he comes out, and they have a back and forth. But the way I judge how you win one of those and how the, the, the writing's going to go is what music walks up the ramp. And Adam Cole seems to have won uh, that promo because he walked up the ramp with the last word and his music. So we'll see how that goes. They teased on the women's championship, and then they go to a Wardlow promo. And, of course, Wardlow, is, is, is he's really hot right now, so he comes out street clothes. Uh, you know, he calls out CM Punk but says, hey, I, wanna, I want the championship, but CM Punk is the champion and he's hurt right now, so I wait. So he says, 
I like. Okay. So, uh, you know, he does some good uh, mic work, but then he mentions the TNT Championship. So uh, Scorpio Sky comes out, and he, of course, is pissed, and he's walking down, taking his shirt off like, I'll get in the ring now. And then you've got, you know, American top team running down going, hey, 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 no, and they, of course, stop him, and they're like, they're blaming Wardlow for going after him because he's hurt. And then Wardlow goes pretty much the same thing again. Hey, I'll wait. So uh, they they pretty much end that up, and and they click over to the the mouthpiece that used to be of Jade's, but the lawyer, which I do not particularly care for lawyers, even my friends, I tell them, you know, during business hours, that are lawyers. Anyway, we'll talk later. Uh, but the lawyer gets up and he threatens a suit with all the uh, security. The what did he call it? What did he call? What did he call it? The uh, Arena Security Union, some journey Gibraltar, you know, kind of thing. But he says that either you're going to have a class action lawsuit or you're going to be in a 20-man cha- uh, 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 match, a, 20, a handicap match. So you see where this is going. And they tease the Thunder Rosa Marina Schaefer, Schaefer match. And then they go into a promo with uh, the Young Bucks, and they're in a little room. That's the best way I can describe it. I'm sorry, I'll have to use this reference, but uh, the Young Bucks and they're saying they're back and they want their titles back. Uh, and because they're in a little room, the uh, Hardys hear it because it's such a little room, and the doors crack. I don't know why. They didn't close the door. So they're saying they're back and the Hardys come in and announce their relevance and say that they're here and they should have the chance at uh, the champs. Well, because it's such a little room and the door's still cracked, Christian comes in with the champs. And uh, he pretty much tells everybody that he's not sure that any of them are worthy of a championship, especially while they're in a little room. Uh, and then he announces a match. I, okay, this is where it gets me. Because he looks at the Hardys and he says, hey, this is a match that made us famous. I'm thinking TLC, TLC. And then he looks at the Young Bucks and he said, it made you watch us when you were kids. And I'm thinking, TLC, TLC. And then after reviewing this now a little bit and look at the notes, it was probably because TLC is copyrighted by uh, WWE. So he had to come out and say a lighter match. I was a little disappointed in that. But now looking back, there's probably some legal stuff in there. But... They say they're going to have the match, so there we go. But then they go into the women's match with um, Thunder Rosa and Marina Schaefer. Now, Schaefer comes out, and she's a true badass. She's an MMA fighter. This is not like when they say Thunder Rosa has a background in MMA or some of these other people have a background. She is a true badass. And um, I think... 
that was the hardest thing. She comes out to some real stiff music, some opera type music, and and just looks a little odd. And then they pan in the crowd, and they've got the Kansas City's offense, the Chiefs' offensive line, all chugging and blugging and having a good time. And so you know they go back to the match. The match was really ugly. Uh, Rosa really really had to carry the match. She had to work double time or triple time or however you want to put it. But uh, the young lady, uh, Marina, uh, you know, she, hey, she's going to be probably good. But it's hard for MMA, I think, to go over because they only know how to hurt you. Understand that? Everything is offensive. They're When they block a punch, they're thinking of how to crush your jaw after that and in this it's like how to set up for another move for another move it's a chess game and in some cases you know if you really think about it it's a lot harder but that match is pretty ugly they roll through Rosa, uh, Thunder Rosa wins they come out and jump on her uh, after the match Tony Storm runs in gives her a little help and then they go to Jade and the baddies promo uh, and at the end of that, of course, she has to tell Tony uh, to just cut the shit. And then they go into the match after the tournament. with. And I'm sorry, I don't think I mentioned that Kyle O'Reilly meant to won the, uh, the uh, uh, battle royal. He won it uh, against, uh, well, uh, oh my gosh. Uh, wait a minute, let me go back here. Let me go back. I feel terrible that I did this, but there again, we don't edit. So we will have to go back, but actually, um, O'Reilly, when he came in, uh, Yuda, they they said that he had just been in a tournament overseas, and he had literally flown in and uh, came straight to the match. And at the end of the battle roll, it was Kyle O'Reilly and Yuda and uh, they did a great stand on the apron and did the little flips off. And you'll just have to watch the match to, to actually see. But Kyle O'Reilly uh, pulled it out in the end. So that sets up the Kyle O'Reilly uh, Moxie match. That's what the whole tournament was for, was to have Moxie. And I, excuse me, I'm still learning. Uh, but uh, so now you have Moxie and O'Reilly. And you've got a Regal on color, which can, can I mean, he is fantastic on color. Or on, I mean, he's, he's fantastic on the mic. So he's just fantastic on the mic. His facial expressions, everything. He's old school to the freaking key, but he is fantastic. But... Anyway, uh, uh, they have the match. It's a great match. It really, really is a great match. Uh, uh, Moxie comes out wearing uh, the the combat gear uh, group, which I imagine how much that pullover or that hoodie cost, probably about 70 or 100 But uh, uh, actually, Kyle brings out the blood on Moxie. He actually gets him uh, bleeding from the nose and mouth, and... It's a great match uh, all the way through. Uh, I could not describe it with uh, 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 honesty, but it's a great match, a, a, a grueling match. And uh, Mox ends up winning, but it's one of those matches that 
at the end you're going, whoa. You know, but a couple quick little things uh, on this particular deal is uh, I didn't hear any mention of MJF. Supposedly, they're uh, taking his merchandise and photos down. We'll see. And then there is CM Punk not relinquishing the belt. 30 days in old rule, on old days. 30 days you can't defend, you relinquish, there's a tournament. Anyway, you know, that's the way that goes. But, uh, all right. Well, that goes into that. And, uh, I mean, it was, it was a good show. I'm not saying it wasn't a good show. I'm just saying, um, the writing, the the the, the battle roll was good, a lot better than uh, than normally I see in that, and uh, you know the, the O'Reilly Mox match was great. Um, the ladies match was a little disappointing. Um, you know. Um, the interviews were pretty good, so I can't complain. You know, I can't complain. I'm trying to go through the notes and see if anything I see, but I, I just don't think. All right, then, well, let's just go on to Dynamite. Oh, I'm sorry, to Rampage. And they started off with uh, Kingston, and, uh, oh, wait a minute. Let me look at this right. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, Kingston and Hager. And uh, Hager is so stiff. And Kingston with the slaps. Kingston, I think, should stay as a tag team wrestler and be in the brawling type of matches. And Hager needs to be the guy standing behind the guy. They gave him that the startup match, I mean, the opening match, and just didn't do it for me. Uh, just didn't do it for me. Kingston won the match. Um, I'm sure he'd be the king of the Indies. This match disappointed. Definitely for sure. And then they go to uh, to Brett Baker and do a interview, and, and that was pretty good, you know, I have to say. Uh, she does a good interview, but it wasn't her greatest, put it that way. Then they bring out the monster. All right, Jay Lethal, uh, Muda, they, they, they bring out, uh, let me make Sing. And this guy looks so impressive. Omos, <coughs> excuse me, in the WWE is at one level. And I was doubting his progress at one time. But hey, he proved me wrong. You proved me wrong. I admit it. Well, this big thing is a monster, and he did a uh, what was it? A flying uh, body press and took out two guys in this match. He looks impressive. Now they were going against Jabroni One and Jabroni Two from Parts Unknown. But still, 
uh, Jay Lethal, of course, is Jay Lethal. So, you know, but they gave Sandy the freaking a good role in this match. They didn't hold him back, and he looked fantastic. Him coming over the top rope is more impressive than Nash. Yeah, I said it. I mean, it was a beat-down match, but they may have something there. This young on, uh, young unstart, uh, young upstart uh, promotion. <laughs> All right, well then they they bring out uh, Jade and the baddies, and uh, and it's Red Velvet against uh, Chris Statliner. Uh, a, a pretty good match, you know. Uh, 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 Red Velvet has gotten a lot better, and uh, Chris Statliner is she has the look to me. I want a female wrestler to look like a wrestler. I know the pretty little girls sell tickets and they sell t-shirts and everything, but I want a normal, I want a girl that looks like she's eaten a ham sandwich before. You know, I, I'm not saying a big girl. I'm not talking dewdrop, and there's nothing wrong with dewdrop or, or, or nothing like that, but I'm saying I want a girl that looks like she trains and she's a wrestler. Like, you know, legit. And Chris Stratlander has that look. Uh, she had the power. You know, Red Velvet looks better. You know, but uh, uh, Chris wins. And then, of course, she gets jumped. Anna Jay comes in. And then they do the whole little thing and jump on her. But then they bring out Athena. Of course, the refs have to stop that and hold her back. And then they go straight into America's top team. Uh, doing a promo that's really setting up the Ethan Page match with Miro uh, next week. But um, Ethan Page's uh, uh, photo in the uh, program that they showed before that looks like a 1930s uh, English-style wrestler in that, which I thought was a little funny. But anyway, uh, the promo was pretty good, you know, and everything. So they're setting up the match for next week. Uh, and then the main event, which was uh, uh, Tret Beretta and FTR against United Empire, uh, Offspray, uh, Mark Davis, and Kyle uh, Fletcher. And then uh, uh, I want to make sure Aaron's. I want to make sure I say his uh, name like Henry, Hen Henry, Henry. Anyway, he was on the outside. Um, I'm going to say Will and Mark and Kyle really impressed me. You know, they, you know, of course you know what you're going to get with FDR. All right? You know Beretta's going to get hurt in the match somehow. And he'll pull off some moves that are going to look really good live. They look okay on TV. That's just true. You know, I, I'm sure, I mean, I'm going to get blasted for that. I'm just not a big Trent Beretta uh, guy. But uh, Will and, and Mark and Kyle really impressed me. The uh, Empire, uh, United Empire, they, they were impressive. And, uh, of course, um, FTR, and I think actually Trent won the match. Uh, but... Uh, FDR, uh, you know what you're going to get with them. And uh, to have them, I know, make these young guys look good, but these young guys looked really, really good. 
uh, you know, there's a bright future. There's a bright future in wrestling. Uh, you've got WWE up there developing what they can on their end. But uh, I really like AEW's options where they're bringing in solid wrestlers from around the world that you might not have seen yet. And that's a smart, because they're a proven commodity. You know what I mean? You've got a research tape on them. You know what they can do. You can build a storyline. You can do all these things. So, kudos. Kudos to AEW, you know, for doing this. So, uh, pretty much, we combined, um, I tried to do a show on each one each show, Rampage and Dynamite, and when you really try to stretch a show, it's not good, you should give your opinion, and that's it, and uh, that's pretty much my opinion, my review of these two shows. Now, I would like to thank all the kind emails and uh, messages that I got and have gotten this week uh, I appreciate every single one of them I've read everyone and uh, I've taken heart uh, the one of them, uh, I've gotten them from Germany and, and England and India and uh, of course in the US but I got one from I believe it was Maverick Rose uh, I'm, I'm gonna say England but I may be wrong um, but uh, I appreciate Maverick's opinion, and I thank him for uh, his support. And uh, everyone liked that out there. I really appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, this is going to end this review. I hope uh, this was good. As I said, check out Patreon. Non, uh, no ads for uh, 99 cents a month. And uh, as always, let's just go through my regular deals. Uh, you remember to spay and neuter, always. And if you can rescue, rescue. Um, and for everything else, let's all be kind to each other. Try something different. You know, everybody's got a different opinion. Kind of like wrestling. Think about it. You might like these wrestlers. And the other person might like the other wrestlers. I might argue a little bit while you're in there watching the wrestling, but when you leave, you're wrestling fans. <laughs> Something to think about. Anyway, uh, guys, this is Memphis Mark signing out, signing out from Mullet Manor. And uh, as always, remember, I'm out.